Hi, and welcome to the Jordan Kinda Knows Something Show, where I'll be talking about health, fitness, life, and anything else I kinda know something about. Hello everyone, and welcome back to season two. I am super excited for this new season, and I'm super excited for this episode, actually. This is an episode that I have wanted to do for so long. Um, I've just never really found the right person to chat with about it. So this episode today is going to be all about body image, mental health, bullying, a little bit of it all. So again, I've always been afraid to do an episode like this. Um, I've never really had... I guess the strength to open up about any of this stuff, but I am today talking with Laura, one of the two hosts from the Sisterhood podcast. Um, Their podcast, they open up about mental health and a whole bunch of amazing things in their podcast, and Laura will talk to you a little bit more about these things a little bit later. So again, thank you for tuning in to season two, and let's get into today's episode. Alrighty. Hello, Laura. Thank you for joining me and being on the podcast today. I'm super excited to chat with you. Thank you for having me. This is my first time ever being the guest on a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, awesome. So um, Laura here is one of the two hosts um, to a podcast that she has herself. So if you wouldn't mind maybe introducing yourself and maybe a little bit about your podcast as well. Yeah, of course. So I am one half of a podcast called Sisterhood, which I have with my older sister, Michelle. And we set this podcast up at the start of this year. So our aim was kind of to talk about anything and everything. We talk about mental health is our main thing that we try and cover. But we also talk about, you know, sexuality. We did end up having a lot to talk about with coronavirus. So we did have a little mini series on that. Um, But at the minute, my main focus on the podcast is talking about um, mental health. So I have a new little series on it called Coping, where I talk to people about different things they, you know, are coping with and um, how they manage to get better during certain times. You know, we've talked about depression, we've talked about breakups, and we've talked about getting hate online, PTSD, you know, there's different things and I just think our aim with the whole podcast is to have really open conversations. We don't want anyone to have to filter themselves at all. And just to like make mental health part of a normal conversation. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely like I can testimony for all of that. Like their podcast is super open, super honest. Um, I think the first episode that I listened to of your podcast was the body image episode. Um, which I really loved. And I really loved how open, yeah, both you and Michelle were about um, about your stories of body image and kind of just the dynamic, you know, your sister. So it's probably easier to yeah. talk to one another about, <laughs> about all that. But yeah, definitely check out their podcast, everyone. Um, I know, like, like you said, you have episodes on fear and social media and all of that. So they kind of dive into a lot of different topics and it's super, super open and interesting there. Um, what kind of was the reason for starting this podcast? Because I know mental health is kind of a huge topic. It's something becoming bigger and bigger now and people are becoming more open um, about it. So why did you guys kind of want to want to start this kind of journey about discussing mental health? 
So the two of us are both in college at the minute. We're in our final year now and we're both studying. Um, my sister is studying uh, psychotherapy and counselling and addiction and I'm studying community and youth development. So looking at young people's mental health, addiction and things like that. So we do that in college. So we wanted to kind of do something outside of college and we listen to a lot of podcasts, but we still found that there was something kind of missing. You know, even though there are a lot of mental health podcasts, I do feel like sometimes they can not be filtered, but maybe not be as open as they could be, you know, because I know people are given a limited amount of time. Whereas for the two of us to sit there and talk, we have all the time in the world to because we live together at the time. So it was really easy to just sit and talk about these things. But um, yeah, we, I wanted to do it for a really long time and it took a long time to get Michelle on board with me to do it. <laughs> so when she did say she'd do it, I was like, this is amazing. We can finally start recording our own podcast. And I think I have tried different things throughout the years. You know, I had a mental health blog years ago. I had, I tried YouTube. That just wasn't for me. And I think podcast is like the perfect balance you know, we don't have to be on video, but you can sit and talk. It's not the same as, you know, writing. Because sometimes when you're writing, things can be taken out of context or, you know, might seem in a different tone. So I think like podcast was my main thing that I really, really wanted to do. So I'm so glad that we did actually do it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And I definitely get that. Like podcasting is so much easier. And I know I do YouTube too sometimes, but like I interviewed my cousin the other day and I was just in my pajamas and like, didn't really care is where when you're on like camera and stuff, it's a whole different story. So um, yeah, but I thought today it would be kind of interesting to talk about um, body image a little bit more, of course, mental health, which is kind of the reason why I wanted you on the podcast, because I know you two are, again, super open about everything and have some very interesting stories. And um, I know your body image um, episode, for example, um, you were kind of discussing um, your personal stories with body image and then kind of how I liked how you brought in kind of men into the into the discussion and how it's kind of a growing topic um, for men as well and I know I've definitely had my struggles with body image I still do sometimes so it, it's going to be I think a definitely a interesting conversation to have and kind of explore the the two here so if you don't mind maybe kind of going into a little bit um, of the story and kind of why um, maybe what led you to creating that body image episode? Yeah, so Michelle wanted to talk about that um, topic for a really long time, but I always felt it was very hard to talk about because I hadn't really experienced much issues with my body image. Well, I had, but I hadn't really noticed a pattern or anything like that until this year. So when everything happened with the pandemic, I was at home a lot and I was eating a lot and I actually put on a lot of weight this year. So it ended up that I started getting really self-conscious. I couldn't fit into the clothes that I was fitting into before. I'd gone up sizes in clothes, which for me felt like the end of the world at that time. Um, and that then resulted in me not really leaving the house. I was wearing big baggy hoodies to cover myself. I was wearing you know, a lot of my clothes didn't fit. So the ones that would, would be big clothes that I just had for comfort, whereas they wouldn't be clothes that I would generally leave the house in. So I ended up, you know, really, really like isolating myself from the world. You know, we were allowed to go on walks and whatever by yourself, but 
I wasn't even doing that. So I was just sitting at home and I was feeling really down and just, it was really affecting my mental health because the things that I would normally do to look after myself, I had stopped doing because of my body image. I was so paranoid, even, you know, Zoom calls like this, you know, during that time, all my family, we were all separated around the country. So we were all talking on Zoom calls. And even having to go on video, I started getting really self-conscious of the way that I looked. I didn't want to be in them anymore because I was looking at just myself. And yeah, I just wouldn't, I'd be on social media all the time and comparing myself to different people of how they looked and how, you know, during that time, a lot of people were like going into fitness really hard and working out a lot at home. And I was looking at that going, why am I not doing that? And even though I wanted to do things like that, I couldn't like, because I was kind of in a sort of depression, I couldn't actually get the energy to get up and do that. You know, there was something mentally wrong with me at the same time. They were both kind of linked together. But um, yeah, it was definitely the first time that I really experienced that. So then when I was experiencing that, I started talking to a counsellor um, because it was really affecting me. Like, as I said, I wouldn't leave the house. I didn't want to meet up with anyone. I didn't want to talk to anyone on Zoom or whatever it was. So she was talking to me about that. And she kind of told me, you know, maybe start going for like a five minute walk or a 10 minute walk. Like, don't push yourself too hard at the start or you'll probably just give up, which is what I would normally do. So I started taking my dog on like a five minute walk and then a 10 minute walk or whatever it was and built myself up again. So then when I started to feel a little bit comfortable to talk about body image, me and my sister were like, right, we'll record this episode now because I have been through it. But um, yeah, it's definitely been a hard, it's really hard when you are struggling with your body image. It affects all areas of your life that you wouldn't even think, you know, it affects how I dress, it affects what I do. Um, I'm still, you know, not fully out the other end of it yet. You know, I have stretch marks for the first time in my life going down my legs and stuff that I've never had before and you know even last night I was putting bio oil on them trying to like get reduce the redness and looking up how to get rid of stretch marks and whatever it is even though I know that these are not healthy behaviors to be you know looking up things like that and I know that you know our bodies stretch and that's normal and we fluctuate in our way and that's completely normal um, but some days it is very hard to tell yourself that and to, you know, be okay with the fact that you've gained weight or you've lost weight, whatever it may be. But for me, that was, you know, I'm at the, I was at the heaviest I ever was. So it was difficult to kind of accept this new body. Um, and as much as, you know, you see online, a lot of people talking about body positivity, it is kind of hard when it's yourself to, put yourself into that position of loving your body no matter what but I would say that you know with body image if you are struggling with the whole social media thing to follow people that like look like you or don't look like you you know people who are similar sizes or bigger sizes or small sizes just don't follow that one body you know that there is that like like particular body that everyone kind of wants to get you know the curves the hips and the boobs and the big ass but like there are so many different types of body shapes that we should all be looking at and realizing that no matter what body shape you have, it is normal. But um, yeah, we were talking about men's body image that time because I think it was something in there was like in the past, it didn't seem like men had struggled with body image. But right. I see yeah. now 
like now it's massive and I think it is to do with social media as well you know it is I don't know if Love Island is as big over in Australia as it is here oh I love it yeah (laughs) (laughs) you see all the men on that and they're so muscly and they're so like they're all like very similar to each other and they're the kind of men that you see on Instagram all the time you don't see different body shapes you're always seeing you know that muscular um, promoting skinny tees or promoting whatever they're promoting and there is that kind of you know need for men to look this way now which I don't I don't know if there was that in the past but to me it, it wasn't as in my face as it is now I'm noticing a lot more that there are a lot of there is a lot of pressure on men now as well as women right yeah and you can definitely like I think now with social media it being so much so much bigger um, and you being exposed to it a lot more it, it definitely I think seems a lot more prevalent now for males and I think in the past I mean I remember I remember going into grocery stores and like walking down the aisle of the magazines and whatnot and all the men's magazines were all like again the big muscular men and um, this kind of one type of of the ideal male um, whereas now it's like something that it's just exposed to 24 seven. And I know me, like I personally, yes, I've always struggled with body image, um, from a young age, um, due to self-esteem due to like past bullying and all of that kind of stuff there. But I think it's something that now definitely lingers, especially with social media and especially me being so into fitness and kind of not, I guess, being at the same levels, maybe some of the people that I'm following and whatnot. And one thing that I liked that you guys mentioned in your episode of how you like unfollowed a bunch of people that, that kind of made you negatively look at kind of how you saw yourself. And that's exactly what I've done. And I've kind of just unfollowed everybody. And it's definitely like opened up my mind and it's kind of definitely made things better because you're not scrolling through every day um, looking at all of these pictures of people that are probably on steroids and um, all of this stuff and you're like okay that's that's unrealistic I don't want to have to put my myself through that to achieve all of that so it's definitely something that yeah I think social media has a huge huge uh, role in all of that yeah. so and you yeah. don't know like with the people that you follow you don't know what photo has been altered have mm-hmm. they used facetune are they you know photoshopping whatever they may be doing to that photo like you don't know what part of that is real and you could be you know comparing yourself to a person who doesn't even look like what they what you think they look like you know we can all alter our photo with filters or whatever it may be but some people do go more in depth and they do you know facetune or I don't know the actual terms but you know they can do all of that Mm -hmm. there is ways you see it a lot with you know celebrities in you would have seen it years ago in magazines where they would be yeah. photoshopped and stuff. But now that's more common on social media. Whereas you think you kind of would think that social media is the real part of, you know, celebrities. Whereas now it's not so much, you know, no. now you're getting them filtered images that would have been in magazines. You know, they're on your Instagram feed now. They're completely filtered. You know, there's, it's very rare that you'll find a celebrity that isn't filtered in some way or another. So I do think even unfollowing celebrities is is a good way of doing it. Unless, you know, they are, you do find them to be positive to follow. I'm not saying all celebrities. Obviously, I do follow a lot. I like following people like Demi Lovato and stuff who are very Mm -hmm. real on social media and who post things like their cellulite or their stretch marks or 
whatever it may be, whatever, you know, you can relate to. But I definitely unfollowed a lot of people or even, you know, if it is someone that, you know, in your personal life that you find yourself comparing to, you know, the mute button is brilliant on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> you can sure. just mute. They'll never know. Nope. And you just don't have to see. <laughs> yeah. 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 It is like, again, it's just, it's everywhere. And even like not celebrities, but people on YouTube and all of these people, I know for male, I'm sure there's a lot of males out there and even females that may follow other females, may follow fitness influencers and all of these people that may be sponsored by companies and all of these things. And um, all of that stuff, like all of that stuff, like it's kind of a mask in a sense, like you don't know what's going on behind the scenes and um, they've done all of this production. They probably have people doing makeup, even YouTube now, like there's probably people right. there. Yeah. Doing their makeup and um, doing all this stuff. So yeah, I really like that point of how you don't even know anymore. Like you'd think, Oh, YouTube, it's the real deal. Like it's just people being dumb, people being open, but you're only even you're you're seeing like 20 minutes of their entire day right you're not yeah. seeing like everything you're just seeing what they edited it into and i'm i'm totally i totally do that too sometimes like you can't make a 24 hour day video i mean i guess you could but nobody would probably <laughs> watch it but um yeah so you just edit in the good parts or the the parts that you think people want to see and it's all kind of about the likes and the views now yeah like no one's gonna post their bad parts because no one wants to see that as much as we all talk about wanting to see real things you do see when people are very real or very uh, vulnerable you know that opens them up to a lot of hate online and stuff so they are kind of protecting themselves in a way you know if you do have a large following you know that you can get a lot of hate or whatever it may be, you know, there are YouTubers that I follow and anytime they do talk about things like body image or stuff, you know, they get a lot of comments being like, sure, what, what do you have to complain about? You look, you're skinny or you're slim, whatever it may be. I think people forget that even if you are slim, you can still have, you know, body dysmorphia or you can still have issues with your body, you know, doesn't mean, and you can also be like, um overweight and be very body confident and very you know happy in your body it's not you know what what it seems all the time you know some people might look at maybe me and think sure what would she have to worry about you know she's a normal size or whatever it may be it's different for everyone we all look at ourselves in a different way and we all have different goals and you know we want to look whatever way we find ourselves attractive which might be different to other people so I do see that with celebrities a lot you know they have to be very careful about what they share because they can get a lot of like I think you have to be very you know strong and like you know sure of yourself to be able to be so open online and to be able to accept that kind of criticism from strangers so I think that could be a reason, you know, that people aren't always as real as they probably even want to be. Um, but there definitely are people out there that will be as honest and real and don't care about, you know, what people say, especially on Instagram. There is a lot of people you can follow that will bring a little bit of positivity to your your feed. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely see that. And I'm definitely guilty of that too. Like I'm 
I try to be open. I try to be honest as much as I can all the time, but I still catch myself. I think it's from all, again, the previous experiences of having this this poor self-esteem and all of that and still every now and then catching myself making that edit or, you know, having waking up with a pimple and like, oh, well, I can't post this picture today or editing the pimple out or just small things like that, that you're like, okay, why am I still doing this when you're trying to be open or why am I still doing this when you know, like the effects that it has on you, you know, like you've, I've, I mean, I personally tried to work on mental health, like the last couple years as much as I can, but every now and then you still kind of fall into those old habits. You still try to, try to put on that good side of the day, essentially. Um, But what kind of things um, have you kind of found helped, um, I guess, body image or helped you kind of become as open as you are? Um, I think for me, I didn't want to be open until I had kind of talked to myself almost to see what, what was actually going on and why was I feeling this way. And I think what helped for me was just giving, taking the pressure off myself and allowing myself, like talking to myself and basically saying, you know, we are going through a pandemic. You have been sitting down the majority of the days when you're used to, you know, going to college, walking around, moving all the time. Like this is normal. And I used to go to the gym a lot. So when the pandemic, you know, happened, obviously I couldn't go to the gym anymore. So it was almost natural that this was going to happen but at the time I was really beating myself up so when I kind of talked to myself and I said okay look this is just normal this happens don't beat yourself up about it it kind of gave me that space to be able to talk about it with other people so I did start to talk about it with other people which I do think can help because a lot of the time you think you're the only person going through these things but especially with something like body image majority of people are struggling in some way with you know their body image but now at the minute you know it is for my even for my mental health it's so important for me to work out so I am back at the gym I have started with a personal trainer you know I'm trying to eat a little bit healthier and that's not even for physically that's more for mentally because when I eat crap I feel crap when I don't work out I feel really down and I feel just not good in myself and I feel like even if I'm having a bad day, if I go to the gym for even a half an hour, you know, that makes me feel so much better. And I know for everyone, the gym isn't always, you know, their go-to, but even just going for a walk and moving your body and getting out a little bit helps a lot. You know, I'm trying not to focus on the weight part. I'm trying to focus on, you know, my mental health. And I think that it's definitely helping because if I'm on a weighing scales all the time and I'm looking at the numbers and nothing's happening and I'm doing everything you know that's just going to bring me back to the start and I'll give up and things like that but because I'm focusing more on my you know mental health like even I'm thinking of starting running tomorrow because I'm like I think that'd be nice in the morning to wake up and energize me rather than thinking okay if I go for a run I might lose a couple of pounds do you know that kind of way so yeah that's my mentality around it is how can I, you know, make myself feel better mentally rather than looking at the weight, but yet the weight will come along with it. You will start to lose weight from that and you will start to, you know, whatever it may be, if you want to build muscle or build strength, you know, that can happen along the way. But I just find that if that was my main goal, that that just wouldn't work for me. I need to 
work on myself mentally before I can get to the point where I am, you know, working on my, my physicality. (laughs) Is that the right word? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think that podcast even helped a lot recording that with my sister, because although we are sisters and you would think that we all, we know these things about each other all the time. Every time we sit down and record a podcast, we learn something new about each other Mm -hmm. because it's not every day you sit and have these conversations, you know, it's, that's the good thing about having a podcast is you are forced to have these kind of conversations, whether it's with people, you know, or with strangers, whatever it may be. And you're talking about your biggest vulnerabilities, you know, and um, that's what really helped as well was uploading that podcast and getting people's feedback. I think that's one of our most listened to podcasts because it is something that everyone can relate to in some way. Um, so I think, yeah, having people, you know, respond to us in the way that they did and saying that they were struggling too, it made me feel really glad that we did talk about that. And, you know, we would love to talk about, you know, men's body image as well. So you're more than welcome to come on yeah. and talk to us about that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I definitely like that totally resonates with me too, because I think the more open you are and the more you speak to it and about it, the more I think mentally or the mental side of things become a little bit better. I know for myself, I think, I know I started a blog too and I actually made a um, like body dysmorphia post, I think last year. And it was like a post that, um, again, it was like the most views or whatnot. And I think just because me sitting down, being open, talking about being bullied, talking about um, how that kind of affected um, me from a young age throughout high school, and then kind of that all kind of um, leading to like poor self-esteem and just adding to that poor body image. um, I think that really helped me um, mentally um, because now, I mean, within like the last year, my whole mentality of going to the gym, for example, has changed definitely as well. You know, originally I started going to the gym so that I could look a certain way so that I could fill this kind of stereotype so that I could put on muscle so that I could hopefully become a little bit more confident. Whereas now it's like, I think that thing, you can only achieve it if you're healthy mentally, you know, like I, I was probably two years ago in the best shape of my entire life, but I was no help happier than I was for. So, um, I think, I mean, now I'm a lot happier because now I go to the gym because of the way it makes me feel. And because I like, I like going to the gym. I like having that hour to just kind of relax. It's kind of my, I guess my meditation for the day that I don't have to do school and all of that, yeah. that stuff. But um, yeah, it's like definitely within this last year with me just writing that post or with me becoming a little bit more open. And um, during my Instagram posts every now and then I try to I try to, if I'm having a bad day, I try to tell people that I'm having a bad day and this is what I'm experiencing. And just kind of those little things, I think, um, really, really helps. And um, yeah, I think that's the hardest thing for anybody is trying to be open. And sometimes I, I think, you know, if people don't have have someone that they can confide in that they can't talk to, um, someone they don't have a podcast to talk with or um, something like that, then just doing something as simple as like writing a blog post or writing on your social media because I think there's also a fear aspect too right you know you don't want to be made fun of I know when I when I first wrote that that post or that blog post that I did a year ago I I wrote it and I don't think I pressed post until like maybe two or three months later because I was so afraid that 
people would see it and people would judge me or people would make fun of me. And all of these like past kind of feelings of how I grew up in all of like the whole bullying that, that I experienced kind of came back into play. And I was like, do you know what? Like, first of all, a year ago, like, I think I graduated high school like seven or eight years ago now. So it's like, okay, all of those people, I don't even think I have anybody on Facebook anymore. Like I don't really care in a sense. And plus like, I'm not going to see them. So who cares what people, what people think if, if they end up reading the blog, you know what I mean? So um, yeah, yeah, I definitely I find, like that. Yeah. I find that as well. Definitely. You do always revert back to your school years at some point. There's always something there that's stuck with you, even though it can be like, like it's been probably around the same eight years for me now. So even though, you know, that was so long ago, something that someone said in that time can stick with you throughout your life. And it can be even when you're posting a podcast or a blog post, something kind of comes back to you and you think, oh God, what if they make fun of me or something, even though they're so in your past and you never think of them on a day-to-day basis. But when it comes to something like that, it is very scary. And you're thinking you kind of go back to that school mentality and whatever it may be. But yeah, I definitely, you know, went through that with my blog. Sorry about my dog. Oh, that's totally okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When I had my blog, I was only three years out of school. So I actually wrote a post about school in it. And I remember it was one of my most viewed ones. And I stopped my blog a couple of months later because I was so paranoid about other people reading it and people I know reading it and stuff because I had gotten, you know, a couple of thousand views and I was like this is too much now what if someone you know that I don't want to find it finds it and things like that so I do get what you're talking about it is very hard to press that post button and for some reason with the podcast I don't really think about that as much I kind of find that maybe people aren't listening because you know a lot of our podcasts are very long so I think unless you really are interested in the topic you're not going to sit there and listen to it whereas with a blog post you know you could kind of scroll through in a couple yeah. of minutes and pick out what you want but with a podcast I think you have to be properly invested to if you're going to make fun of it you have to sit through like 50 minutes at least to kind of you're kind of wasting your time <laughs> no no not no I I think I just think it's super like again your podcast being so open and kind of mental health being so big now and people just being more open I think again, there's a lot of silent people out there that are experiencing the same thing that you're experiencing. And I think it's just good for people to kind of hear that stuff. So um, I like, I remember when I made that blog post, a few people from high school contacted me and like, and was like, oh, well, I didn't know that you were experiencing it. And these were people that like bullied me. And I was like, what do you mean? You know, you didn't know that I experienced, like, just, you know, like them kind of apologizing and them opening up about their story and how they got bullied. Like it was kind of like a chain reaction, you know? So it just takes one person, I think. And I think, uh, I think it's super awesome that you guys are being open about, um, all of your stories and that I think it's just a way for people to kind of heal, um, their own mentality and then kind of help others hopefully down the road heal. Yeah. 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 Like that's the kind of, hope we have with our podcast is that you know someone will relate to something and it will help them feel better in themselves 
regardless of what it is you know we do try and cover as much as we possibly can even you talk about bullying there I'm just thinking god we actually haven't spoke about that really yeah um, and you know it is something that the two of us have kind of experienced I think it's something that most people do experience in mm-hmm. their lifetime but um it is something that needs to be talked about more and needs to be the lasting impact and stuff you know the fact that the two of us are sitting here talking about it seven or eight years after school you know it does have an effect on you you know long term so I would definitely like to talk about that but yeah we do try and be as open and I hope that we do come across that way that we are you know being very honest and very vulnerable in what we say in our podcast yeah yeah for sure um but where can people find you two um you guys i of course you have a show so um where can people listen to your podcast um social media things like that yeah so we are on apple podcasts we're on spotify we're kind of on every platform that you can think of for your podcast so we're just sisterhood and we're also on instagram which is sisterhood cast and we're on twitter sisterhood cast and that's basically all of our social medias. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. And I will post all of that in the show notes below everyone. So definitely go check that out. Again, they are super honest and open about everything. They have like all of their episodes are amazing. Um, So check all of that out. And I thank you so much for being on today's episode. Yeah, no worries. Okay, everyone, thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I I enjoyed recording it with Laura. Um, now, if you guys don't mind, before you end your session, wherever you're listening, please rate this podcast or rate my podcast uh, five stars. It only takes three seconds and it really helps me and my show out. Um, definitely, again, tune in to Laura and Michelle's podcast, The Sisterhood. It Everything will be in the show notes below, so definitely check that out or search it up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to uh, stream your podcasts. See you all next week.